0: My name is Keith Beavers, and man, cat lovers out there, you know, like when I'm away from my cats, like, I need pictures of my cats, like, daily. What's going on, wine lovers? Welcome to Vine Pairs Wine 101 Podcast. My name is Keith Beavers. I am the tasting this a of vine pear and how are you like really that's great two words that confuse people a lot and they're very similar and we have to talk about kind of drill down we're getting your drills out again we're drilling down on dosage and tirage this episode of wine 101 is sponsored by Jay vineyards and Winery. Makers of small batch, single vineyard wines and acclaimed sparkling wine using the traditional method. Meaning Jay makes sparkling wine by hand. Jay makes a portfolio of bubblies ranging from vibrant and crisp to creamy and graceful. If you're not feeling bubbly, Jay Vineyard's still wine is equally sublime. To fully experience Jay wine paired with curated cuisine, visit Jay Vineyard's and Winery Tasting Room in Sonoma County. Okay, so I think we need to focus on these two words. I know that I did a um, sparkling wine episode all the way back in season one, but it seems like these two words really confuse people, and it makes complete sense why. Number one, it's a different language. If you don't speak French, you don't know it. I don't speak French. Um, But also... Their their meaning the meanings are somewhat similar, but they exist in different parts of a process of sparkling wine. So today we're gonna to talk about the word dosage and the word tirage. And really what they are are words that define two very important steps in the wine-making process. And once you understand them, it'll be so much easier drinking sparkling wine with people that talk about sparkling wine. They're gonna say these words, and you're going to go, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. And one word, tirage, is for, it's in the beginning of the winemaking process, and dosage is at the extreme end of the winemaking process. So we'll start with tirage. And to understand these things, I like to translate the word. Because, and that's, I I say, of course, right, right, Keith? But the reason I say that is these words that are used in wine, um, they're not always directly translatable. Again, do I use words that don't exist? I don't know. But it it helps to kind of see, and I, I use these somewhat general translations to help me understand stuff in wine all the time. So the first word tirage in French means draw. And this word refers to a the pro or the the part of the process of sparkling wine making where in the beginning after all the base wines have been blended and for more information on that go to my sparkling wine episode in season 1. They add a solution of yeast, wine and sugar and they apply that to the base wine to kind of get the whole process started. This is like, here's some sugar. Hey, yeast, here's some sugar. Get going. Let's do it. And they call this solution liqueur du tirage, the liquor of the drawing liquor, the drawing out liquor. I'm not really sure. But really, tirage is the word used for this entire part of the sparkling wine-making process, which involves the second fermentation happening And then the wine actually maturing on the the leaves, which are the dead yeast cells. And this solution is not like a hodgepodge solution just hanging out in the corner of of, of the winery. It's an actual, you know, highly calculated, thought about solution with different proportions of yeast and sugar that the winemaker uses knowing that that science will give him or her the dryness level they're looking for once the wine has done is, is done with the process. And once that process is over and the dryness they've hit the dryness they 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 would like, they then start to think about the dosage where a very dry champagne, for example, is bone dry. We're talking about a base wine that was, well, you'll, you, you know, you, you'll hear about it in the sparkling wine episode, but grapes that are picked for sparkling wine have a very high acid content. So when the wine is done going through its second fermentation and, and, and ready for a dosage, the wine maker has to decide how much of a dosage they want to put in, what kind of sweetness level they want in the resulting wine. So now we're at that word. What is a dosage? And of course, the translation here is pretty easy. Dosage, it just means dosage. So that's nice. The dosage is the final addition to the sparkling wine before they put it out to market. And where the tirage, the liqueur liqueur de tirage, was a combination of yeast, sugar, and wine, the dosage is just sugar and wine there's no third fermentation process it just can't happen. And this solution, this dosage is in France called liqueur de d'expédition just I'm sure I'm messing that up. It's like the liqueur of the expedition and that seems to me like you know to expedite the process. it's now time for the wine to go to market. Let's put this little guy in there, give it some residual sugar, bring the sweetness up to how we want it and put it out to market and give it a, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the dosage levels in a second. But they're also, well, well, right now, there's a very popular thing going on where winemakers that make sparkling wine, especially in Champagne, are doing something called a zero dosage. And that means that there is no added sweetness to the to the, to the wine before it goes out into the market. And often these wines are very, very bone, bone dry. It's kind of this new thing happening. Um, It's not new, but it's gaining in popularity on the American market. Um, But the thing is, the reason I say this is, if you have a bottle of sparkling wine that has no dosage, it actually can attain the depth that one would be looking for with a dosage, but it would require the wine to age for a very long time and slowly but surely get to that level. So the dosage is a way to get it sweet and get it out to the market. But it actually gets even more complicated than that, especially in places like Champagne, where they have multiple vintages of base wine waiting for their house blend. And every, you know, every house has a different style of what they want to achieve, and it gets it's very complicated. Basically, the older the wine, the less necessity you have for a dosage. Now, I'm sure I said what I'm about to say in the sparkling wine episode, but here we are, right here and right now. So let's talk about the dosage levels and those words that may confuse people beyond dosage and tirage. Brute, extra brute, and all those things. And I'm going to use the EU's classification of sweetness levels, because this is what the Oxford Wine Companion uses. And Europe has established many, you know, laws there. So in in the new world, it's a little bit different. We do adhere to this as well, but, um, you know, it was codified, you know, in Europe. So... The level of sweetness in a sparkling wine, according to the EU, is based off of residual sugar, grams of residual sugar per liter. And then there are ranges of that with names or examples to describe those different levels. So, sparkling wines with less than 3 grams per liter of residual sugar and have not added any dosage after the second fermentation is called brut Natur, or just zero dosage that's that bone drast of wines with up to 6 grams per liter of residual sugar is considered extra brut wines with less than 12 like between I guess between 6 and 12 grams per liter of residual sugar is called just brut so we have brut nature extra brut and brute. Those are like the, the levels of the driest side of sparkling wine. Then we start to see a little bit of sweetness on the palate with these wines going forward. So when a wine, a sparkling wine is between 12 and 17 grams per liter, it's called extra dry. I know it sounds weird, but that's the way it is. The way I see it is brute. The word brute means crude or raw. So when you're in the categories of brute, it's just keeping it as dry as possible with small additions. And then as we get higher, the extra dry is... What they're saying is it's not crude or raw. It's not that dry, but it's still dry. It's, you know, it's extra dry, but not brute. I know it's confusing, but if you know the numbers and the names, it kind of helps out. So if extra dry is between 12 and 17 grams per liter of residual sugar... Between 17 and 32 grams per liter is just straight up dry. Between 32 and 50 grams per liter, it's medium dry. And anything above 50 grams per liter is straight up sweet. So you'll see what's happening here. It's really just science. It's just the winemakers are adding as much sugar. It's actually kind of a a simple syrup in wine to achieve the sweetness level that they want because the initial second fermentation deprived the wine of a lot of sugar being bone dry and has a high acid. So the thing about the zero dosage wines is they're sharp, they're beautiful, they're awesome wines, but they require a little bit of like, okay, just so you know, they're hard on the, <laughs> they got some hard edges to them. But you'll notice as you go out there and drink wines sparkling wines that have these levels, you're going to see the subtlety of the increase of sweetness. It's pretty cool. So I know this is a quick one, but these words can be confusing, and I figure we should talk about them. They're key wine terms in the sparkling wine realm. So now you have an idea of what they are. So when people start talking about these two words, like tirage and dosage, they're like, oh, cool, dosage. Is it a, what is it, a brute, extra brute? And then you'll know exactly... What they're talking about. All right. Let's talk next week. week. Vine Pair Keith is my Insta Rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. It really helps get the word out there. And now for some totally awesome credits. Wine 101 was produced, recorded and edited by yours truly Keith Beavers at the Vine Pair headquarters in New York City. I want to give a big old shout out to co-founders Adam Teeter and Josh Mallon for creating Vine Pair. And I mean big shout out to Danielle Grinberg, the art director of Vine Pair for creating the most awesome logo for this podcast Also Darby Seaside for the theme song listen to this and I want to thank the entire Vine Pair staff for helping me learn something new every day see you next week E&J Gallo Winery is excited to sponsor this episode of Vine Pairs Wine 101 Gallo always welcomes new friends to wine with an amazing wide range of favorites ranging from everyday to luxury and sparkling wines. I mean, Gallo also makes award-winning spirits, but you know, this is a wine podcast. So whether you're new to wine or an aficionado, Gallo welcomes you to wine. We look forward to serving you enjoyment in moments that matter. Cheers. Visit BarrelRoom.com today to find your next favorite where shipping is available.